Christ is born. Christ is born. Christ is born. He did better the third time. So we move from um, these beautiful, tender, holy moments of Christ being born of the Holy Virgin. And uh, we see the star, the heavens offer a star. We see the shepherds offer wonder. We see the angels offering praise, the wise men gifts. The earth offers a cave, the wilderness a manger. And we see the manger becoming the cherubic throne. We see the cave becoming heaven. We see shepherds glorifying God along with the angels. Christ came into a a hard world, an evil world. And we see that happen in, in the first year. When the wise men come to give him gifts, Herod begins to seek the child. We see this kind of, uh, we see the world become uh, that which it is, that which Christ came to save. He came to save us from this this kind of disastrous response to somebody trying to step on my kingship, step into my world and kind of change my world, and some, somehow I'm going, to, I'm going to not let that happen. And if I have the power to, uh, even as a king may take a life or many lives. So we see this kind of sadness uh, in the fifth day after Christmas. But, so the Lord is sent by the word of God to Joseph and Mary to be, go to Egypt. And he is called out of Egypt. This is what struck me when I was reading the scriptures for this week, that he was called out of Egypt, called out, called out from this world, called out from this the kingdom of the world, called out, and that's what we are to be, that's, that, that's our destiny, to be called out. You're called out. Called out of the kingdom of the world into the kingdom of, the, of God. That's our, that's our destiny. We're called today. Like Christ was called out of Egypt, you're called today. You're called out of the kingdom of this world into the kingdom of God. Just like Christ was called out of Egypt. Abraham was called uh, to become the father of many nations. The kings were called by the Lord. The prophets were called. The apostles were called. And we all Christians are called to be, to leave this world, to be not of this world, to be in it but not of this world. That's our destiny. So what's that mean? I think it's very important that we kind of identify the characteristics that God is encouraging in us as people that are called out of the world into the kingdom of God. So first, uh, I'm going to play play on a couple of words here. We're called out of happiness into blessedness. Happiness. That's what the world wants, right? I want to be happy. I want to have all the things I want. I want to do all the things I want to do. 
I want only the people in my life that make me happy. The Lord said, no, you are to live a blessed life, which means that everything that is given to us by God is for our good. Everything, even the struggles that we have, even the things that are the most difficult in our lives become, in, in, a, in a way, the most important things in our lives. So we're called out of this desire to be happy, but we want to be blessed by God. We want to live this blessed life. Now, I will say this. It's very important. The blessed life is a happy life. But you don't get the blessed life by trying to be happy. You get happy by trying to live the blessed life. See, you don't do it the other way around. We jump in the wrong direction many times to happiness when we should face that which is before us in a holy and divine, with God helping us way so that we can actually find happiness. That deep sense of happiness. So that's our first effort. Well, secondly, he asks us to leave uh, pride kind of dependence on ourself, and to flee to be dependent on God. The Lord is my strength. He's not only my strength when I feel weak. He needs to be my strength all the time. All the time. No exceptions. I depend on God. Without God, I can do nothing. I need to see this. As soon as I get myself in a place where I'm trying to do it all on my own, I stumble and fall. If I can depend on God and turn to him, ask for his help, that stumbling, still stumble once in a while, but much less. So we need to see that dependence on God as very, very important to us. The other is we flee, in this kingdom of the world, we flee from anger to forgiveness. Forgiveness is the one, most, most, one of the most important, critical virtues that God is asking us to practice. He even says it, we even say it in the Lord's Prayer. We make God's forgiveness conditional. I thought God's love was unconditional. Well, we call, we make his, we make his forgiveness conditional. Forgive us our sins as... So the way I forgive other people, Lord, that's how I want you to forgive me. Woo! So we need to get really good at that virtue. <laughs> so we live, this world is full of separation, division, and hatred. And the Lord says in forgiveness, we bring unity, resolution, and love. So we can live in this world with division and hatred. Or we can live in this world of the kingdom with resolution and love. See what he's calling you out of and to? He calls us also from impatience to patience. You know, we live in a world where we want everything now. Now. 
and you can almost get everything now. <laughs> it's like crazy. I, my, my daughter's great. She can get anything from me she wants. And she says, what do you want, Dad? I said, I need this and this and this. And like in a day and a half, it's on my doorstep. And what is this? Patience, beloved, builds virtues. The Lord wants us to be patient to, in that we can be complete and lacking nothing. We need to be able to wait on him and not be so driven by our own desires. To be patient with him. To be patient with, with our, the circumstances of our life. So he's calling us in that direction. To build the virtues with patience. He calls us out of greed to generosity. You know, this has been a really neat season, just walking around. I wish people had this, the kindly spirit that you see almost all the time at Christmas time. It just disappears after the new year. Well, maybe make a couple of people make a resolution or two uh, that they're going to be kinder. Okay? But you know what happens with resolutions. They just kind of disappear after a couple of weeks. But the important thing here is that we need to understand God wants us to have a generous spirit, a kindly heart. You know, it was interesting. I, there's a place where I always see a, a I get off the freeway um, at this one location. There's always a guy, and I always have a dollar for him, and nobody else gives him a buck in the line. And I mean, before I got to him, these, there were probably five cars in front of me. Three of them gave him a dollar. So this generosity is a spirit that we, ha that we have in this, this time of the year. It's beautiful. We need to see how generous our spirit needs to be. Not greedy, held back, so fo focused on ourselves. We need to flee anxiety and take comfort and obey the perfect will of God. Now that's very hard to do when we have expectations and we become anxious about, anxious about those expectations, we need to be able to kind of say, Lord, your will be done. And rest in that. And rest in that will. Be comforted by that will. Why is that? Because God knows better than you what you need and want. He knows better. And the important thing about that is that everything that God does is for our good and for our salvation. So we need to lean toward that will, away from anxiety. And then finally, he leads us from this place where we look back on life and we find resentments of things that have happened. But God wants us to be forgiving, bear the cross that he may have given to us for our salvation, to know that to understand that what is given to us is to be for our benefit, the benefit of others around us, and to the glory of God. So, beloved, today we're called out of the world, out of Egypt, into the kingdom. And you know, and we all know, how we should, uh, in our relationship to Christ, we should be able to develop these virtues that he has given to us. So Christ is born.
glorify Him.